J-Lo? Yes. I like to get done packing early to go home. Yeah. And I did this before I told you, hey, I'm done with the shower. That way I'd have it out of the way. Uh, and I could just, like, chill on your couch and watch some YouTube videos. Yep. You go in the bathroom to shower. I had trouble closing my bag. I go over to it. There's barely any room in it. Oh, no. And that's discounting my iPad, phone, and any goodies you might want to give me. Because you usually send me home with chocolate, which I love. Yeah. So, all that to say, I'm probably going to leave a pair of pants here. Oh, what what happened? How 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 did you end up? Uh, how did you end up not having any room in your backpack? One, I'm really bad with folding, but two, it's I don't know. I could, I could upfold some of your stuff. You could upfold some of my stuff, but that'll take me longer to get out of here. And I don't think there's a lot of room in my backpack because there was I was testing it just getting here. You were what? I was pushing it just getting here with oh. all the stuff I had in there. Well, what was what's like the heaviest thing in your backpack? Just, I got a new pair of pants that's really big. They fit fine. (laughs) So that makes me think that maybe somebody needs to spend a little bit less time ordering from Panda Express. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You order more from them than I do, honestly. Yeah, I kind of really like Panda Express. It is good. Mm. But you you gotta, uh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that that thing that women do where they pretend to leave, forget something at their partner's house when they're first dating, so they have an excuse to go back. <laughs> or, or some guys do that and they forget, you know, something at their, uh, their the the girl's house that they want to impress, and it's like, oh, that'll give me an excuse to get my jacket back. Yeah, in this case, I'm coming <laughs> back anyway, whether you keep the pants or not. Um, no, I, I could, I could put it somewhere. It's okay. like anybody's going to see it. Good, so. good. I took the pants out of my back. It's not like it's not like you you wanted to leave it here intentionally. It's yeah, you know the. So I never had a woman leave anything at my place and pretend to forget it. But the closest thing I had to it, like fifteen I really years ago, hear this one. you do. I do. Yeah, you told me you did. Not really. Yeah, you did. About 15 years ago, I'm living in Denver, and I'm kind of seeing this girl. Her roommate had a cat, Uh and she asked me if I could watch it. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Something tells me it didn't go very well. Well, I didn't do it, but I would have handled it better now. Mm -hmm. Today, I just would have said, hey, that's not really my thing. Yeah. But back then what I did, it was a time-sensitive email because this was around the holidays. Mm-hmm. She was going someplace. I was going someplace. And, you know, there's something going... It wasn't like a full-on, we're dating, this is my main Oh, I think, I think I understand what, where this is going. Yeah, we're both kind of seeing other people. And I don't know for sure, but I, I think she was also doing stuff with the roommate, which is totally fine with me. Was it a guy? No, no, no. She had a female roommate. Oh, okay. Uh, so she went both ways. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, I see. But it was cool because I was kind of seeing some other people too. Uh-oh. In any event. Wow. They were both going out of town separate places for the holidays. And again, uh-huh. I had to get back to her very quickly on this email because she had said it through email. Hey, can you watch my roommate's cat? Yeah. Uh, let me know within the next day. I think I waited like three to four days mm-hmm. when I knew that they were both going to be out of town. And I yeah. emailed her back saying, hey, I just got this. 
My internet was out. I'm more than happy to watch the cat if you still need it. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did you wait that long? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yes. Okay. So did you end up watching your cat? No, it was, they found somebody else in that time. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I got you out of that one. I didn't like the roommate. Oh. Yeah. Well. Super annoying. Wow. Yes. Not good. No. Oh, oh, that one. Okay. Oh, now you're getting it. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. I get it. I don't... Okay. This is what happens when you meet people at random parties in Denver in the mid-2000s. And this this particular roommate, you told me that she went to where you um, were at for a while before you officially moved there, correct? Oh, no, no, you're thinking of somebody else. You're close. What, oh. what would happen was I would run into this roommate everywhere. So I knew her before I knew the girl that I was kind of seeing. But even after that, <clears throat> i just go to random places and the roommate would be she there. She would be there. Yeah. And, uh, or I'd talk to somebody who knew her and it would just, she'd come up all the time. And it was one of those things, babes, where I thought this girl was super annoying. Uh-huh. But if you hear most people talk about her, it would be like, she's the smartest person ever. She's so giving and caring. Think, What's up? Here's a question for mm -hmm. you. And it might be a, a maybe this is the, this is a wrong phrase to phrase it. But do you think it's a type of virtue, virtue signaling? Oh, to pretend that somebody's awesome? Yes. When they're not? Absolutely. Yes. So, so, okay, good, good. Because I, I think, I think that is a perfect example of what virtue signaling is. And I think the left does it more than the right, if we're going to be honest. I would agree, Bubs. The right does it somewhat, but the left is way more guilty of it. I, I would agree, Bubs, that this is actually something that I would agree with you on. So I think that pretending to like someone, even if you know they're super annoying or they steal stuff, um, well, or, or saying something like, well, I'm not like this person. Yeah. By the way, I do not know if this girl stealed stuff. She was a super, super annoying. No, I'm not talking about the stealing stuff. That was just an example. Mm -hmm. um, whether she did or not, I don't know. But or some people will do this like, well, this person said this, but I would never say that. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm so great because I don't do this. But Look, I still do this. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious about something. Yes. I, as you know, I'm about that church life, but I never go to church. Bubs, come on. Don't pretend. Okay. We know you'd rather talk about other stuff than that. Well, let's get into it. I'm sure you've met people at church that you can't stand. Oh, absolutely. And, I, I mean, really, I, I, I have. Yes. Okay. My question to you, yes. have you ever been in a situation to where you're a regular parishioner at a church? I think that's the right term. Or... Or, a, or a, either attendee or uh, a member. Okay, you're a member of a church. Or atten I think attendee would be uh, would be good for this question. All right, an attendee. And there's another attendee who goes there a lot too, who you are just annoyed by. But everybody else talks about how great this person is. It wasn't an attendee, it was an actual member. Okay. And yes, I've had many instances where people were saying, oh, this person's so great, but I thought they were just the most self-righteous, um, annoying uh, person that just gets into people's business. Mm. And um, and she taught, uh, I won't say who her name, what her name is, but she taught a class, and I just thought that this lady was just um, 
was just, uh, she thought she was so special because she was a pastor's daughter. That's all I, that, I mean, I did. I really felt like that. And I'm glad that I don't have to deal with her anymore. <laughs> but yes, oh yes, absolutely. Some of the people I've met in churches, for the most part, they're very, very nice. But there's like one person or a select few people that I'm just like, Oh, I, I, w- I would be very, very happy if I never, ever, ever talked to them. But how do you deal with it when your inner circle at the church says that this person is super cool? Do you ever call them out on it? No, no, no. I've never, I've, I've, I actually know people that feel the same way about this person. Okay. So, but you so also I never know, had a problem with that. You never had a, pe- a problem with people saying she's awesome. Of course I have. Okay. Uh, uh, but, but not but, when but, you, not in your but my clo- But my closest friends who knew this person feel the same way about it. Gotcha. But there are people in uh, that were in that same church that I didn't really know very well that thought she was like the greatest person or one of the greatest people. I don't know what it says about me and the type of friends I attract into my life. Yeah. I love my friends, by the way, and you know this. Uh-huh. But oftentimes, not with everybody, we'll be in a situation where somebody is annoying and just drives me crazy. Yeah. And my friends will praise that person, so I won't know what to say. Yeah. Then, like, months will go by, and they'll finally break their silence and be like, oh, I this person's horrible. And I'll think to yeah. myself... At least I was silent. Mm-hmm. You threw on the praise when you were around. Right. Them. No, you know what? I've no, I don't think I've had that instance where my where my friends didn't think that a person that I thought was annoying was great. Mm. But that's just because we both we you know whether I was um, somebody whether it was somebody I knew in childhood or somebody I knew in summer camp that I thought was really annoying. I don't think I've had an instance where. My friends thought they were great for a while, and I was the only one who thought that w- that they were annoying. It could be too, yeah, that maybe they really did think that these people were annoying, but they were pretending because they didn't want to sound uh, mean or anything. It could They're be definitely possible. pretending, but I don't like that. Like, just yeah, say nothing at all. Don't offer any praise, or or just you know, if that they wanted to be really private, they would tell you and say, "Hey, um, I didn't want to say anything, but I think this person's really annoying. What do you think?" Mm-hmm. Because I don't think he would have said anything, right? No, I would have agreed with them. In that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe so, complained a little bit more. Yeah, because there's it. so many instances where there were people in my life that I'm thinking, is it just me or are they really, really annoying? And I've told somebody about it and they're like, yeah, they, they really are. Nice. So I haven't had that instance, but um, I can understand the frustration. Let's talk a minute about the idea of evil speech. Yes. I've heard some people say this who are religious, not necessarily Christians. But that, other people. Yeah, that you have to watch your words. You don't want to be too unkind because the idea is that you're putting negativity onto the universe. Oh, those people. How do you feel about that? <coughs> well, I, I actually think of it differently. Go ahead. Um, okay, so in the Bible it talks about speaking life and speaking death to people. And... Um, and it isn't just the filth, the filth that you talk, that you say in uh, words only, but it's the, the meaning behind these words. So a lot of people think, well, that doesn't mean anything. People say stuff all the time that's really mean to people, right? Yeah. But um, there, there are instances in scripture where, uh, especially when you're talking, when you're reading a book like James, and it says that... Um, 
it, it talks about speech and it also talks about the, the Bible also talks about the tongue and that the tongue is hard to tame and the tongue can speak blessings and cursings to people and and it also talks about uh, like I said uh, words can be um, a sweet fragrance or a foul smelling odor so even though people may not think that speech is that important, it actually is. But it's okay to about mouth somebody who. No, it isn't. No, 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 okay. no, it isn't. I mean, it, it could border it could be borderline gossip. There, there is um, a difference between venting frustration or venting like, oh, this person really gets on my nerves. So uh, I, I think. What did we just do? Was that gossip or was um, that just venting? Because I'm basically it, brought up a story from um, 15 years ago. But I didn't say uh, the person's name, even though I know who it is. I don't know. It's hard to say sometimes because sometimes people will vent to me, but I think it's gossip. Mm. And they do it all the time, right? When I think of venting, it's like I need to get something off of my chest and then I won't talk about it anymore. Or I won't talk about it for the time being afterwards. But gossiping is like... Oh, so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. And they talk about it all the time. I don't know. I'm not actually sure what the difference is. But I think venting is like you're actually talking about something that's bothering you. As you know, babes. Yeah. I am a gifted spoken word artist. I have a gift from God. And you've experienced that gift. But yes. sometimes I'll use it to, like, talk shit about people. How... Is that a good use of my gift? It can be a very bad use of your gift. Oh. Yes. Um, if you're using it for bad intent, yes, it is. Mm. Um, if you were writing about an experience and at the end of it you say, well, this is how I'm going to see it from now on. Yeah. That's different than saying, this person's a horrible person and I want everybody to know it. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Right. Um, I am not a gifted spoken word artist, but I would imagine you'd run into things like that. Yeah, I've wondered that sometimes because there'll be moments where I'm really shitting on somebody in a poem. I mean, not, you know, physically, but <laughs> metaphorically, because I just said really. You know what I mean, though. I know what you mean. And I'm just trying to be as a snarky bastard about it. As snarky as possible. Yeah, I think you would that that would be definitely a bad use of your talent. Mm. You, you got to think about that. You know, if you're if you're out there to make someone feel as horrible about themselves as you feel about them, then the, you really have to evaluate that. I hear you, and I would also make the argument that I discovered my gift or talent or whatever you want to call it because I was in the mood for venting about certain things that were going on in my life, and so. It, it's this weird thing in my mind to where I discovered this gift because I started shitting on people. And so I'm now I'm not supposed to use it for, you know, and now I'm not supposed to do the thing that led me to discover the gift. Well, I mean, I understand if you want to talk about stuff, because mm -hmm. I know poets talk about that. And I mean, from the experience at the library, I know there's a lot of angry people. Yeah. Um, and it's not always good. It's, even you said that when some people use uh, their poetry um, to deal with their anger or whatever, it's not always a good thing. 
Absolutely. I'm very conflicted about it because I don't think it's a good thing. Having said that, I did come up in that style of, of inspiration behind my poetry. And I feel like if our society was a little bit more open and just let people vent in a natural way to where you could talk it out, maybe there wouldn't be such an attraction to do it on stage. Or how about just talking out your problems with the person that you have a problem with? Exactly. That's what I mean. Exactly. Why don't people talk about their problems as we've talked about over the phone the other day? Why can't people be able? And it's it's not, I don't know if it's really society that's a problem. I think it's just a person it that's it's it's an individually based thing i think i think this is where we separate a little bit the older i get the more i'm convinced that we live in a society where everybody's taught to gaslight each other that that might be true too mm-hmm. but i also think a lot of it is individually based that's true there are people that are willing to talk to, about their problems and and talk about it in a constructive way and not blow up at each other but there are people that just don't want to talk about it and they want to block people or dodge people's calls. And it's like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. You know, if I only knew what I did wrong, how could I fix it? You know, I want to know how to fix it. I want to know why um, things are bad between us, whoever it is. Um, but I think a lot of it is individually based because I go through that with my family as well. And there's a lot of um, things that have gone on over the years that nobody wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. Or at least some people want to talk about it and other people just want to sweep things under the rug and um, sugarcoat. Sugarcoat stuff. And I've never been one to sugarcoat things and pretend like everything is okay because it isn't okay. A lot of things are not okay in life. And how are we going to deal with it if we don't know how to talk to people about it? I hear you, babes. Enough of the ga the gaslighting nonsense. Yeah. I think as I get older, I'm less tolerant of that in the sense that if I get the sense that somebody's gaslighting me, I'm now less willing to listen to an, an apology if it happens more than once. Uh -huh. Because I question in my mind, are they gaslighting me when they say that they're sorry? Or is this behavior yeah. going to continue? Like, yeah. uh -huh. we, I know we've talked about this to death. Yeah. But I had a falling out with somebody who I used to do a lot of creative work with. Yes. And it happened during the pandemic. We had smaller falling outs before. You're right. But I blocked this person from my phone and eventually from social media. Uh -huh. And it's not because I think that this person is a worse human being ever. They have a lot of good qualities. But I feel that they waste a lot of time with people by saying what they want to hear making false promises, and not following through. Otherwise, uh, in other words, trust is gone. Exactly. Trust and is gone. It's like, I really do want to forgive this person. Absolutely. And at the same time, I feel if that would mean talking to them again. And if I forgave no. them over the phone, that would be like giving them license to keep doing what they're doing. No, no, no that's not true. Okay. You can forgive them without reconciling. Mm. Okay, forgiving never meant forgiving and then you have to reconcile. Here's here's what I think. Here's what I believe it it is to be. Right. The more you don't forgive this person, the more you're drinking poison, and the more you're waiting for the person to die. Yeah. I'm not that pissed about. No, no, no. I'm just saying, but I'm just this is, this is just something that I heard that I thought was really poignant. Yeah. But you're giving the per you're giving yourself the right to 
not hurt the person who hurt you, but that doesn't mean that you approve of what they did. That doesn't mean that you're going to talk to them again. There are people I forgave that I do not talk to. Mm. That doesn't mean that you have to talk to this person. That means I'm moving on with my life and I'm giving you permission to go on with yours. Nice. So don't don't think that just because you forgave so-and-so that you're going to be buddy-buddy with them because it probably won't happen. Yeah, and for real, this person does have a lot of great qualities. But the guessing games can be a little bit much. And the thing that they... It, so our falling out, as you know, came near the beginning of the pandemic. And it's not like what they did made them the worst human ever. Right. But it was kind of like... The, amb- could, the straw could, that broke the camel's back. Yeah, like if they could do that to you, they could do it to somebody else. They do that to other people. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. I know people who've really gone off on this person. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I understand that. You can't, it's like, um, you know, but, but I've never believed that forgiving somebody means that you approve what they did. You certainly can't forget it. Nice. Because we're humans. We can't forget what people do to us, but... I think that forgiving someone just means you're you're giving yourself permission to not hurt this person the way they hurt you. And in turn, you're giving them permission to go on with their life and you're not holding it over their head anymore. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I also want to say too, yes, some of the things this person has done were hurtful. I don't think that they did it intentionally to screw me over. But... I think that once they became aware of their behavior, they didn't exactly try to change it either. No, and and if the person is unrepentant, that's another issue that they're dealing with. Yeah, if well, they're not willing to, if they're not willing to change their ways, that's another issue they're dealing okay, with. Okay, so I want to I want to say that maybe I was just lying a little bit. The one thing that this person did, which made me unfriend them on Facebook, yeah, which was a little bit much, and you already know about this. There's somebody else involved in our creative endeavors who. I feel the person who I, I stopped being friends with on Facebook uh, uh, picked favorites with and tried to put above me in a lot oh. of different scenarios over the years. And I feel that... And you're not really friends with this particular person. Yeah, and you know who I'm talking about, but you yes. know that I, I don't like saying names. Yes. I feel that this person, that a lot of people try to create beef between me and this other person. Okay. Right? And the thing that made me unfriend the gaslighter yeah. was... He put a post on Facebook about how much he loved doing creative stuff with the other guy. Oh, okay. Which is fine, Uh except he put it on my Facebook page. He tagged me in it. So if he he put you on the he put you on the um he put you on the thread? Exactly. So I'd get it. So if he just put it on his Facebook page. No problem. No problem. But he he set it up to where I'd intentionally see it. And that was the thing that really pissed me off. Why would they do that? Yeah, I don't get it. I that's the one thing that I could say that this person did where maybe they did it to be hurtful. And that's yeah. also the thing that puts me over the edge. Yeah, and it's like, why would you Why would you do that if you don't intentionally mean to hurt this person, but yet you put that on the person's page? And again, I felt that there was a couple people who tried to set up a beef between me and the person he did the photo with and posts about how much he loved working with them. Wow. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well... All I have to say is if uh, maybe this person will see the light and realize that that might happen to him. Maybe. Um, that's unfortunate. Uh, 
I I don't I don't like you when people do that. Let's admit to something really petty that I did this week that I don't think you know about. Oh. Okay. These people were supposed to do a gig the day after your birthday, so mm-hmm. last weekend. Yep. And I'm a human, and we run in similar circles. And again, these people aren't the, they're not Hitler. I'm not wishing for them to die. I just have a problem with them, right? Yeah, yeah. But having said that, I, I don't really want people I have a problem with to be super successful. Yeah, yeah. So this week, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I go on Facebook, and I, I find their page, and I see that they posted nothing about the gig. And haven't really added anything to their Facebook page. And this since... is and this is before you came to see me on my birthday, right? No, th- this was earlier this week, babes. Oh, it was earlier this week. Okay. And I see that they posted nothing about the gig since mid March. Wow. And I felt really happy thinking that <laughs> either things didn't go well or it got canceled. It pos- It's possible it may have gotten canceled. Right now, does that mean that I should? revel in that part of my personality that is glad that something they tried to do fell apart no but i'm open about it and i I feel that i should at least admit that well i guess i could say this if i had the um if i had a way to check on uh one of the exes i had which will not be named Mm -hmm. that i had from like 15 plus years ago because this guy, I've I've been through so much with this guy. Okay. And um, there are times where I have thought, hmm, if there was a way for me to check on his, um, on his personal life, and you know, uh, ta- see what was going on with the girl, or know that um, one of his relationships failed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the girls think about that too. Or if. If he ends up going out with some girl that doesn't look, uh, uh, you know, quite like me, and that she's like a step, uh, a step down from what I look mm. like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, huh, that would be interesting, <laughs> or or you know what we talked about when when I said, look, I don't really want to, I don't want to be around your exes, blah blah blah. Um, so, yeah, I hear. You know, I hear what you're saying. So Sometimes girls think about that stuff. Having just talked about how I was excited to hear that something fell through for somebody, let me say something that's going to make me sound like a Pollyanna in relation to ex-girlfriends. Okay. Um, now, you hear things through the grapevine that sometimes somebody's doing bad or they're doing better without you. I want... My ex, <laughs> you're starting to laugh. Was that a laugh? Yeah. Oh, you don't believe this? No, I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh boy, are you going <laughs> to... I'm not going to say any names. Are no, gonna... no, no. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking I want I want my exes... I'm thinking you're going to say something funny about that. Go on. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm serious about this. I want all my exes to do well in life, right? Except for maybe one. What? I don't know. I think one I want... One or two. Well, I don't want any of them to do badly in life. Yeah. But I, I want them to find love. I want them to do well in life. I want them to... Now, maybe there's a bit of a caveat. Mm-hmm. I want them to do well at life. And I want our breakup to maybe get them to think about how they can handle <laughs> things better. With one exception. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, okay, there, I think there's really only one ex that I hope does well in life that I have. Yeah, but... But, hold on, I wasn't finished, because okay. you, you... I wasn't completely finished, either. Okay, okay finish your... Okay, real quickly. Occasionally, I'll see posts uh, from exes on social media where they're taking pictures with their new boyfriend, or it's a husband or something like that, and I, I won't look at it like, oh, I can't believe she's with that guy. I look at it like, oh, that's awesome. She found somebody. They're, they seem to be happy together. I'm glad that they're happy. Like, there's none of that, like, let me see what a loser this guy is. It's like, oh, this guy seems really cool. I'm glad that they're married, or I'm glad that they're in a relationship, and I'm glad that my ex is happy. There's yeah. none of that, like, I am I feel jealous about right. when I see an ex with somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, and, 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 and I wouldn't be looking at that either. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, there's only one ex that I wish nothing but the best for. Yeah. But, but most of my exes, it's like, I don't want to know about any of their stuff. I don't want to know who they're seeing. It doesn't, you know, I'm, I hope I never run into them because, um, because of what went on either after or before, mm -hmm. um, the breakups. Now, oh, I, let's get real honest here. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy for my exes when I see them on Facebook and they're with somebody else or wherever I see them. Yeah. But there have been times where I've thought to myself, I'm happy for them, and I hope that the guy isn't going through too much trauma. Because some of my exes, not all of them, can be a little bit dramatic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I don't really think much about the girls that are going through it. Um, I, I guess for at least one of my exes... I'm kind of thinking, oh boy, that 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 one girl, that that girl is gonna go through it like I did, or maybe she won't be, um, maybe she won't put up with it as much as I didn't yeah. put up with it. But um, I don't so much think a lot about the girl, but I think, um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah. And sometimes I think about that. Maybe our breakup would make them think about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also think, well. They probably had a lot of breakups that maybe they thought um, that they weren't doing. Um, they thought about what they were doing wasn't working, but it would just went in out. We just went in one year, not the other. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, someone has uh, said to me that, and I can get off of this afterwards. Someone has said to me privately that uh, this ex told them that I was the one who got away and I said uh I'd like to believe that but I don't think it's true because wow. of my history because of the history that I had with him and because of his own history that he admitted to me nice I don't think it's true but I hope he thinks about that sometimes sometimes I thought I hope he thinks about that but um otherwise um I uh there's only one ex that I really hope they um they do well in life I, whenever I have a breakup, mm. pretty much always there's some interest, I, there's some I soul searching that goes on, and I think about it. Like, my ex-girlfriends, or ex-lovers, because some of them were just that, have all led to some introspection that I've grown from. And for, for now I'm going to sound real hippie, for that I thank them. And you almost knocked the quarter of my hand Sorry. because of that. <laughs> Sorry, that was an accident. I, okay. I really was an accident. Good, good, good. I hope they're happy. And 
I hope that they don't, like, completely torture the guys that they're with. Now, there have also been relationships where I was the guilty party. Yeah. Right. I'd love to paint it to you as in every girl screwed me over. That's not the case. Yeah. Some did, and some I was a, the bad actor in. Yeah. And especially with the girls where I was the bad actor in the relationship, I hope that they're really happy. And with the girls who screwed me over, I hope that they find some peace too. <laughs> it's, oh, I want to say something I don't think I should. No, I don't think you should do that. Why not? I think we're going too much in the weeds with this. Oh my goodness, and you don't smoke weed. I wasn't talking about that kind of weed, bud. I'm okay, talking about we're, okay, we're, we're okay. going on a rabbit trail here. Let me kiss your hand again. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Um, it is. Uh, I'm sure that there were people that I may have uh, broken their hearts intentionally, unintentionally because I either didn't want to be with them or it just didn't work out, whichever. Yes. Um, and there were people that has for ser seriously have broken my heart, um, my heart many times. Um, and uh, as far as me being the bad actor in the relationship, I'm not too sure. I don't know if I was or not because some of these people were not very honest with me. I'm not saying I was in every relationship. Yeah. But it's a mix. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect. Yeah. And that every relationship ended because it was a woman's fault. Sometimes that was the case. Yeah. But it's you and it's usually a mix, right? It's usually yeah. they do something wrong and I do something wrong. Yeah. But there were occasions to where it was my fault that the relationship ended. Yeah. I don't know about me. I mean, I I mean, I'm not going to say I was perfect either, but at the same time a lot of the relationships I were in, I was in, the man um, had an agenda or maybe um, this person was dealing with some issues and didn't know how to talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. And they weren't honest and somebody had to tell me what was going on with them. And I'm just like, why can't some people just tell me their problems? Other people like tell me their problems. <laughs> why can't my own, uh, you know, why can't the, my boyfriend at the time do it? Oh my goodness. Um, no, I'm just saying. Um and I don't know. I mean, I don't know what... Sometimes I don't know what I could have done because they just were not honest about it. Or they were acting like it was okay. So something I have learned as I get older is be straight up exactly. with somebody. Exactly. And it saves you the drama of out, one having a relationship end and two writing an, an apology letter i've written an apology letter to yeah. a few exes i i think it's better to kind of you know have it out with you know talk to the person say hey this is what has been going on i would have told you sooner but i didn't know how to re how you would react or whatever um i think it's i think it, it gets a lot of things out of the way and you don't have to worry about um Spelling your errors and grammar errors, but well, and sometimes letters help too. Something I've done, yeah, is when I've written apology letters to exes, I don't like to say too much of what I was going through only right. because I feel like that could sound like I'm making excuses for my behavior. Mm -hmm. So I'll say, Hey, I was going through some stuff, but I'll, I'll, I'll intentionally try to keep it a little bit vague just because I don't want them to. I don't want them to read it like I'm excusing what I did. But I'll say, but that's not an excuse for how I treated you or something like that. Mm -hmm. When I've written apology letters. The only letter that I ever written to my ex was a was 
um, a very angry letter, and it was written in all caps, and it was written in uh, <laughs> grade one braille. <laughs> okay, because okay. because this, this guy did not know grade two braille, um, which was really annoying to me because I had to spell everything out, and I capitalized it. Um, but that's really the only letter I ever written to an X. Otherwise, I didn't write. I've never written any letters to X's. I think I've only written letters to sided X's. Yeah, wow. it's only been sided X's. It's been a few. Wow. But it's only been was girls it, who can see. Was it half and half with um the um how many X's uh, that were sided that you had and how many blind people that um, X's that you had? Was it like half and half? It's about that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've only written letters yeah. to sighted X's. Huh. I only had two sighted X's, but oh. and most of them were blind. Out of the two, most of them were blind who were sighted. No, most of my X's were blind. Okay, well, only, give me a kiss. Only two of them were sighted. Give me a kiss. I think you wed me one. Okay. <laughs> you say sorry. Sorry, I need to practice my grade four. So, you know that joke, right? Yeah. Yeah, give me a kiss. Bad joke, though. No, it's not. I need to practice more grade four. I'm not going to lie, but oh we'll get to that when we get there, little J-Lo. Oh, my goodness. Don't you worry about that. I tried reading grade three. It's really confusing. It's yeah. It's very complicated. I think it's only just for, like, legal documentation. And That's stuff. what I've heard. It's very confusing. I'm like, oh. and then the stupid unified Braille system is really annoying. It is. Have you have you have you checked it out? No, I've heard about it though. Oh, and I, it's I, like, does that what does that say about the old books that were written before that system? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Is what I say. Our society likes to do stupid stuff. Like I don't that. like it. I know it's like, come on, uh, doesn't anybody want to know what what the people think about this? Mm, no, it's probably a bunch of sided people who are like, let's make this more confusing for uh, blind people so they can have less of an up in the workplace. It's just like if somebody already like organized their house and someone just comes in and decides to organize it because they think it's going to be better for that person. It's kind of like babes. If somebody had a mom who visited occasionally and just like rearranged things and then wanted to talk about how like Jesus will help them. to. <laughs> Bubs, I'm not talking about... Uh... I wasn't talking about anybody's mom in particular, babes. Oh, you weren't? No. Okay. Whose mom do I know who... My mom? Uh-oh. Bubs! What? Yes, you were, Bubs, in your own Rick way. All right, well, give me a kiss. No, Bubs. Yeah. No. No, for your sake, babes. Bubs, you can't just kiss me every time I get slightly annoyed by you. I know, but you're really upset and kissing up, so give me a kiss for your sake. Not no. Why. No, for your sake, babes, I'm, uh, doing, you're, I'm doing this as a favor to you. No. Mm. Mm. All right, you're uh, welcome, babes. You're welcome. Bubs. What? You can't just do that every time I get slightly annoyed with you. I never would. You have. I, I never would do that, and I love but you. But for some reason, you're too charming. No, I, I would never kiss you just because you were getting upset, and I love you. You just did. I never would, and I love you. you d- Bubs. We're not counting the times I did it, so I never would, you, and I love you. You just did. I never would, <laughs> and I love you. All right, all right, moving on. Babes. Yes. As you know, mm-hmm. I order groceries from Walmart. Yes. And you were in the kitchen cleaning last night. Mm-hmm. I went on to see the available times. You know how I am, and you don't like this about me. I like to get my order as early in the morning as possible. I never understood that. From, I just Yeah. It, it, usually Walmart starts from like 8 to 9. And yeah. I really wish their delivery window was from like 6 to 7. That would be my jam. Yeah, but, but it's not. yeah. Okay. Go on. And obviously, I'm not going to be there today. Mm-hmm. So I checked for Monday. 
and the only available spot was 9 to 10. So I think to myself, I probably have enough food. Why don't I wait until tomorrow when Alana's in the shower? I can make my order out and reserve a spot from 8 to 9 on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I go to look there. Tuesday, it's 9 to 10. Monday, it's 9 to 10. I check on Wednesday. Wednesday, it's 9 to 10. Same thing with Thursday. Uh-huh. I start thinking to myself, did Walmart change their delivery window? Yeah. But I click on Friday, and then it's 8 to 9. Wow. So the only thing I can think of, babe, is that the 8 to 9 spot is becoming more and more popular. Okay. How do you feel about this? Well, I personally think that 9 to 10 it would, be, would be no problem for me. Mm. Because I don't want to wake up so early just to get my groceries. I like having a window because what Instacart will do, it'll I'm have like lay a two-hour oh, yeah, two two window. Mm-hmm. From like 8 to 10, 9 to 11, or 10 to 12. 10 to 12 is like the sweet spot for me because it's not too early and it's not too late and I can get it by lunchtime. And by then I'm awake, I'm doing stuff, I'm thinking about what what else I need to do that's productive and I don't have to worry about getting up so early and getting my groceries. That's just me. I'm an early riser anyway now. And I like... And I like I like getting up early, but I don't want to have to worry about getting food in my door. See, I look at it like if I'm up early, why not get it out of the way? I, I get that, but for me, it's it's different. I like to actually be awake for a while before I get my food. Well, my order is coming on Tuesday between 9 and 10. Oh, good. Yes. I think that'll be good, bud. Thank you, babes. JLo? Yeah? Did we discuss a glitch in the Matrix here? The documentary. Um, I know I talked to you about it on uh, the phone. I don't think we did, okay. but I remember we talked about it over the phone. I love my friends, but I'm about to shit on one of them. Again, metaphorically, not literally. Mm. As you know, babes, I like to flirt with different ideas. And I'm interested in how did we get here? Is there a God? If so, what type of God? Do we exist in a dream? This is reality, but is this this one form of reality like I think? Is there multiple forms? And how real is this form of reality? All that different stuff. I ask these questions, Mm -hmm. which upsets you to no end. Uh, Yeah, because it just goes on and on and on. Although, last night you said it was a good thing that I'm not a Christian. I never said that. I was questioning Christianity. You remember that? And you said it's a good thing that I'm not a believer. Something like that. No, I didn't say it. What did you say exactly? I... I I don't remember how we even got on that topic. Okay, but you said something to that effect. I don't know. I never said that it was a good thing that you weren't. Oh. I, I can't remember what I said. Honestly. Something like it's a good thing that I ask questions in any event. Yeah, I said it's a... I think it said that... Uh, I think I said something like the 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 fact that you're fighting it, the fact that you're you're fighting um, um, the idea of having... Um, of, of being accountable to one God is is good for you. Well, it, it, well, it's good to it's good to see that actually because and I didn't quite explain it. I I question the idea of the Christian God. Yeah, Maybe and, and I said that the, the the fact that you're questioning and fighting it um, might actually be a good thing because it shows that I have common sense. And... No, I never said that. Okay, but I I, don't, I, I think we're getting off we are track guys. here. Let's get back on track. Come on, so. I ask a lot of questions, and I have friends who do the same thing. I have a friend 
who, when me and him get on the phone or in person, we always go down these like weird spiritual or philosophical rabbit holes about what is this. And we're not on the same page completely, but we both kind of agree that there's more to reality than our lives, right? Now, what that is, we might have some differences, but we're both asking questions. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking with him on the phone a couple weeks ago. And he says, Rick, I saw this amazing documentary. I sent you a link for it. It's called A Glitch in the Matrix. You got to watch it. It's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I think Hulu is overrated. That's one man's opinion. Right. But I said to my friend, I'm going to find this online and watch it and get back to you. And he says, you're really going to like it. I know you're a big Joe Rogan fan. There's a lot of uh, clips of his podcast in this documentary. And it's very cool. And he told me that the documentary focuses on the idea of simulation theory. And you know about this, right? Yeah, because you told me about it. Yeah, it's basically, I'll make it quick, the idea that this might be some type of game, basically, right? Yeah. Or illusion, that, and when we die, we just wake up from the video game. Or the, the um, yeah, like the video game, mm-hmm. right? So I, I'm, I'm fascinated. I don't believe in simulation theory, but I don't not believe in it either. Like, I could be convinced. And I've been interested in it. Ever since I heard Joe Rogan discuss it in like 2011. So, and hearing that this documentary has clips of Joe Rogan, I'm thinking this is going to be my jam because I love when he goes down these rabbit holes. And my friend says there's, they talk about books related to simulation theory. I didn't write any of them down, but they're in the movie. So I say, okay, I'm going to find it, watch it, and I'm going to write down the titles of the books so you and I can start a book group. Where mm-hmm. we focus on books on this subject, right? Mm-hmm. Super excited. Finally find the documentary in an alternative website or on an alternative website last week. Get a copy of it. Probably legally. And turn it on. I gave up on this film after 10 minutes. Really? And you know me. I normally just don't stop watching films and say, I'm not going to return to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to watch this movie. And why did you just give it 10 minutes? I'm going to tell you why. I love my friend. I mean, I know you told me, but I want everybody to yes. know why. But on, on this one, he's he's way off. The director or filmmaker who does this film interviews people, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like a talking head movie. Right. But what he does, which annoyed me... Mm-hmm. Every one of his guests is dressed up like a different animal, at least in the first 10 minutes. Wow. And to me, when I watch a documentary or any film, I go in there with the belief that the filmmaker takes the subject seriously and is not trying to make a wacky joke out of it, but actually wants you to take something meaningful away, especially if it's a documentary. And when I see a gimmick like each person you interview has to be dressed like an animal, yeah, the message I get is you're treating the subject like it's a complete joke. Why? What I don't understand is if it's about simulation theory, why would anybody dress up like animals? I don't get it. Well, why would they do that in a documentary? I know question. exactly, but but you so so you so you're not even going to watch. I mean, how how long does this documentary? Like an hour and a half. 
Okay, so you're not even going to watch like another 30 minutes. Absolutely not. Because he he showed me at the beginning that you're treating this like it's a complete joke. And it doesn't mean that simulation theory is a complete joke, but he's not going to take it seriously. And if I'm going to take the time to study simulation theory, I want it to be from somebody who's not like cackling in the background. And I'm not saying that he was, but that's the impression you send off. When you do a gimmick, like having everybody you interview dress up as an animal, the impression you're sending is you think it's funny and cute and not a a serious subject. And I don't think like that. Now, I haven't talked to my friend before I told him that I got the copy of the movie. Mm -hmm. When I talk to him, I'm going to be a little bit more kind, but I am going to tell him why I didn't watch it. Right. How do you feel about what I just said? Um, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I... I don't subscribe to the um, simulation theory thing, but you're right. I mean, if I was going to watch a a documentary about something that I want to know more about, why would the the director want people to dress up like animals? Yeah, and it's also, I don't know everything about simulation theory, but I know a little bit because all roads go back to Joe Rogan. I've been listening to Joe Rogan talk about it since 2011. But imagine you haven't had that experience, and this is your first exposure to simulation theory, is this documentary. You put it on, and you see this. To me, I think that would turn me off to it. Yeah. That would turn me off to simulation theory. I wouldn't want to read any books mentioned in this documentary. Right. And I wouldn't want to entertain the subject of simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm open to watching future documentaries about it. In fact, I really want to. And I really am planning to read more books about it. Right. But I'm not open to watching this particular movie about it. It's like, let's say there's a documentary about Donald Trump. You're a fan. I'm not, but you are, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, you tell your mom to watch it because she's also a Trump person. She turns it on and sees that everybody in the documentary is dressed up like Obama or Joe Biden, and right. they're wearing this costume. I mean, it could go with anyone. Like, if somebody was a Biden supporter and they wanted somebody else to be a, um, to watch it. Yeah. That would probably turn that person off. Absolutely. It's like when I saw Ralph Nader speak live in 2000, yes. he had two people come on stage who were dressed like George W. Bush and Al Gore. Okay, that's oh. a funny joke, but you're running for president, dude. I, I don't want. I, I don't want to see somebody dress up like your opponent on stage. That's a little bit too out there for me. And you, and you think that they're they're they were taking that um, they're taking the campaign not so seriously then. That makes me feel that way. Seeing stuff like that. But do you see what? I, so if you saw if you heard about a documentary that's like pro Trump, but they have people dressed up in 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 these costumes, and I would, it would make me think that it was an anti Trump documentary. Exactly. Even if it's not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? Yes. It's, it's like it's like you're you're making a buffoon out of the director, or the director is making buffoons out of you. I don't know. Yeah, it's, and I felt like the director of A Glitch in the Matrix was making a buffoon out of people who believe in simulation theory. My opinion. My friend felt very differently. Right. Yeah. He probably didn't even notice. Yeah, because my friend's uh, pretty much completely blind. Um, it's, it's so it's very possible that he missed that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. Doesn't he have a little bit of vision? He has a little bit of vision, but but, but not not not, not as not like um, 
your vision is slightly better than his. Yeah. What I might do is... One, I'm 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 gonna tell him why I didn't watch, but I'm gonna encourage him to watch like the first ten minutes of it with his wife. But his wife doesn't like the idea of simulation theory. Yeah, I think I'm with her on that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I probably make fun of him too. Oh my goodness! And you? I'm interested in it, babes. This might just be a game or a, uh, a fake reality. No, it's not as complicated as people are making it out to be. Well, don't you think that the idea of God is complicated? How did God make the Earth? Um. Yeah, that is something that we should talk about later on, oh. and 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 with much study. And assuming that I am in fact real, you could be the only Ugh. thing real in the simulation. Stop what? what? Stop it! Okay. We're gonna go down this rabbit hole, really. I love this rabbit hole. I don't know. I want to get out of this rabbit hole. All right. Well, then you're gonna have to give me a kiss. Mm. Yeah, for your sake. Why? Because you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yaw, yaw. Yaw? <laughs> I'll call you the yaw guy. Oh, my goodness. Yaw. Babels? Yes? <laughs> Tell me about uh-huh. a little piece of software on your iPad yes. called Siri. Well, I don't know much about it. <laughs> I was hoping you could tell me about it mean, because I didn't. I only um, saw um, demonstrations from people who used it, so... I don't know. Uh, apparently, mine isn't working right now. Well, but I told you yesterday that I don't really use Siri. Yeah. And a big reason why is because all pretty much all the people I know who use it all have problems with it, and they're all different problems. Right. So one will say, well, I can't send text messages with Siri. And another will, person will say, well, Siri won't listen to music like she's supposed to or another person might say siri won't give me the weather or i'll get text messages from people who use siri and i can't decipher their message Mm -hmm. like it's just it's like reading hieroglyphics it's just beyond me Mm. based on all the complaints i've heard about siri from so many different people i don't use it Mm. and yesterday I had watched some tutorials because I wanted to give you the best iPad experience possible mm-hmm. about how to send text messages with Siri. We go to do it, discover that I can do it on my iPad, but you can't do it on yours. And this was after we looked in settings mm-hmm. and did everything correctly. Mm-hmm. What, do you like Siri? You, it sounds like you still want to experiment with her. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to maybe not do anything with it for a while because... Um, I do like the Alex voice, mm-hmm. and then we just added um, Allison, and I want to see if I like that voice too. This world is killing her. Huh? Allison, this world is killing her. What do you mean? Sorry, it's a uh, musical reference. Oh, yeah, 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 from Elvis Costello. Yes. Allison. I know this world is killing you. Didn't, didn't you say that there's a spice called Allison? There, there, well, there's... A chemical called Allison that is in garlic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Allison. Allison. Yes, yes, yes. And there's also Allison Hannigan from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, I know. And Allison Sweeney. I don't know who that is. She's an actress. I don't know. I don't remember what she was in, but she is. Probably in Sweeney Todd. No, Sweeney okay. Todd is a musical. Okay. And was okay. also made into a movie. Okay, okay. It's also a group. I think it's also a group. Nice. Anyway. Very good. Yeah, Allison Sweeney. Well, good. 
How are you enjoying your iPad so far? Now, I know yesterday you watched some videos on Dr. Phil on the YouTube channel that he has. I was, I and was, learn how to get your life together. I, I was, I was kind of chuckling at this episode that I didn't finish because this, some of the people on his show are just so stupid. Yeah. Like, and, and he's thinking, you you know you know sometimes when he, when you'll get mad at people it's like you're disrespecting my sensibilities. I don't so I don't know that because I've never really watched this. Uh, well, show. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm explaining to you. All right, go ahead. I thought you said it like you know he does this. I, I may have heard you wrong. No, no 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 no. I mean, I'll, I'll, okay, maybe I should say it this way: people who have watched his show know that there are some people on his show that you're thinking, what are they thinking? Mm-hmm. And, um. Does does do people really think that that what they did was really really smart? Because some people are are telling them like, oh, I've had like, um, telling him like, oh, I had like ten different husbands, and I want to make this one work, but and then they have a problem, and he's thinking, what are you thinking, so and so, and he's trying to do this interview. And he'll say he has said to people like you know I I thought about not doing the story but I read the story and there are some people involved and I wouldn't have done it unless they were um, unless there were um, children involved or so something like that and um, but some of his some of his guests that he's interviewed are just like they're not thinking straight. Some of them are, and it's kind of funny to watch. I don't know. You watched an episode yesterday that had John Daly's fourth wife on. Sherry. Yeah, and she was talking about some custody battle that she was having with him over their kid. And and there were some allegations that she was really violent with him, and and she didn't look very good on the show. Mm. She really didn't to me. I'm thinking, okay, you're trying to... um, Rick this guy over the cools and maybe he wasn't a good husband but then you gotta take some ownership and he she's saying like oh these kids like to come to my house because i'm the fun parent oh that's not good or or uh that you know uh, a lot of people you know i love taking care of the kids and i'm thinking are you trying to defend yourself are you you know and she she goes yeah there was an interview and he said that i was a really good parent i'm thinking Where's the clip for that? Yeah, maybe he said it when you two were still together, too. Yeah, they were not... I I think they were either divorced or they were close to getting divorced. Oh, okay. But I'm thinking to myself, you lady, you're not looking too good here. And I kind of had to chuckle and I'm thinking, okay, this lady is really dumb. Either she's really dumb or she's really bad at defending herself. But she also married John Daly. And she also married John Daly. And I don't really feel really sorry for her because she knew how kind of he she knew how wild this guy was. He's a known dude in that yeah. world, in the she, golfing world. She knew how wild this guy was. <coughs> she may not have been like the women that he likes. Um um, you know, she may not have been like the women that he, he normally goes after, but it doesn't really make um make her look good uh knowing what she knows about him and then expecting him to be a good husband i i, I just cannot feel sorry for this woman no I, I couldn't uh you know if i if i was going out with somebody that had a really bad reputation but i didn't know about it until later that's one thing if i knowingly went out with them and i know mm-hmm. that they had a bad reputation 
no one should feel sorry for me. Yes. But I didn't feel sorry for her. I was kind of laughing like, oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Really, lady? You're expecting him to change? <laughs> uh-huh. You watched part of another episode of Dr. Phil, but part of this time I had my headphones on. Yeah. What else did you watch on that show? Well, there was an episode about this Upper East Side madam, I think, in New York. And um, there were some allegations that she um, had this um, house of prostitution, but it was running out of her apartment. And um, some of the girls that she employed were underage girls. And that's one of the reasons why she um, it got arrested. We have a story today about a lady of the night who employs girls who are only 15 years old. How do you justify this type of behavior? He doesn't talk quite like that. Oh, I thought he did. Not really. Okay. But um, he does have a thick southern accent. But um, she was trying to stretch stretch her uh, truth a little bit. Mm. Or, um, or basically she was just lying about a bunch of stuff and... Um, it, it was it was disturbing. I mean, I didn't hear all of it because I was just like, mm, maybe I'll hear that one later. But it was it was disturbing. I know that Doctor Phil is married because I think he said it when he was on Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, he's been he's still married to his wife. Yes, but is it his like original wife? Yes, yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Wow. They 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 ha they are married. They um they have two sons. One of them is in a band, and the other one, I think he's also a psychologist mm. and. He married an um, ex-Playboy, was it a Playmate? Dr. Phil's son. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah, and um, and they have two kids. His son has two kids. Yeah, and they're grandparents. Okay. But no, no, they've been, they've been, uh, they never got divorced, no. Wow, the original wife, that's impressive. It is impressive, Because yeah. he's got to be like super famous in the daytime talk show world. She, she has her own... a lot of money. She has her own skincare line. I think she has other stuff going on, too. She has an organization called When Georgia Smiled. She seems like a very nice lady, actually. Yeah, but she got that stuff because she's married to Dr. Phil, not on her own. No, she did. She had that stuff before he was famous. No, 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 no. I mean, she... No, I'm saying that it wasn't him that got her started on it, I don't think. I think she did that herself. Okay, so it was before he was famous that she had the skin. I, I don't line. know, Bubs. I have no idea. I don't know a lot about this lady, mm. Robin. Something tells me that. <laughs> Bubs, you like to assume stuff a lot. I'm trying to get you out of that habit. <laughs> Something tells me that came after the Oprah endorsement. Oh, oh. Something tells me that came after the Oprah endorsement. Bubs? What's up? You let go of my hand for a minute. Oh, give me a kiss. No. Oh, I've been tickled. <laughs> tickle. Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay, okay. you have a tickle truth, so we got to solidify with the kiss. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure her skin line was huge Bubs. in the 70s. All right, babe, moving on. Bubs. What's up? You know, you got to stop assuming stuff. I you do. don't know. I don't assume. Come on, what do you. Okay, we can move past. I don't know, and I really don't care how she started or when she started. Uh, the, the 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 truth is that she started something. Yeah, some things. Bubs. Uh, oh. We're getting into the all right, weeds. All right, this, all right. We're gonna get off the weeds. <gasps> Suffice it to say, you really liked playing around with the iPad. Yes. Now <clears throat> you had some issues with the keyboard. Yeah, I'm. I'm still kind of learning that. It's gonna take a little bit of a while. Do you feel more comfortable though than you did yesterday? Um, what? 
Well, because yesterday there was a point where you were just like moving your hand like all um, around the screen like super fast. Yeah, and I, I think why it's not working. I think I'm getting used to uh, moving my finger without lifting it, which is it's going to take a little bit of it's going to take a little while, but yeah. I think I'm I'm starting to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but and I'm also figuring my way around the screen too. You should go through the voiceover tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. And I should have told you to do that yesterday, but for whatever reason, I just spaced on it and didn't even think about it until this morning. That's okay. I mean, we were thinking about eating and, you know, the movies and everything. It's okay. That's fine. I, I, I mean, we all, we all have to all human. That's right there. So the chemical in garlic, sorry, I just need to ask you this one question. The chemical in garlic called allicin, does it do anything? I think it's what caused... Oh, it does something. Don't quote me on this, but I want to say it's what causes uh, your breath to go bad. Ew. After eating it. Because you know how people have garlic eat breath. Yes. Which actually doesn't bother me. I, I, I don't like garlic eat breath. I think it's really strong. But I know it bothers a lot of people, but I don't I don't really care if somebody has garlic eat breath. Oh, really? But that's because I love garlic. Yeah. Um, but I oh. think it's because of Allison. But oh. double check that. I knew someone, Bubs. I I knew someone that was an accompanist for uh, people that were taking uh, private music lessons in mm. in um, our school. And I think one time I I came in uh, to this room after lunch because I I had um, we had music practicums that day, and uh, the guy said hi, and 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 I noticed he had garlicky breath, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, so gross. Oh my goodness. Oh. Oh, one of the one of the smells I don't like is garlic breath, and then there's bo that smells like taco seasoning yes. or uh, or something to that effect. Ugh. Oh, my or onion breath. Ugh. Yeah, I still love you, there. Now, sweet onions, sweet onions smell good to me. Oh my goodness! I don't like the ones that are the your typical like white or yellow onion smell with the breath. <laughs> Yuck. J-Lo. Yes. This morning we, for some reason, started talking about Full House. Yeah, well, you brought it up. Oh, yeah, because I asked, Yeah. what is the deal with their mom? Did you actually see her die in a car crash? And you said that they did like a flashback where they showed the mom before, you know, she got in before the car. Before she and died killed. and she brought, she just brought Michelle home. Okay. Yeah. And then she went out to the car to like no, get no, some no, breast no, milk. No, and no, 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 Oh. They didn't show her death. They just talked about her death um, later on uh, in the show. Years later. Yeah, because I don't think I ever... I saw Full House as a kid, obviously. But yeah. I don't think I ever saw the first episode. And I was curious if the mom was in the first episode. No, she wasn't. Mm. This is... And I told you that this is the episode when... Um, Uncle Jesse and Joey move in. That's to, the first one. Yes. I did like that townhouse they had. It was super nice. Well, what did it, how, how big was it, would you say? It looked pretty big. I mean, it could have Uncle Jesse, your girl who uh, contacted the schools for the kids and got the, the colleges girl? paid off. Yeah, the girl who got the colleges paid off. Oh, oh, Becky. Yeah. It had Aunt her. Becky. It had Joey, the three kids, your buddy Kimmy, and uh well, Wait a minute, Joey... Dad. Wait a minute, Kimmy didn't stay with them, but Joey. Um, she spent the night sometimes. Yeah, but 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 she was probably in DJ's room. Yeah. But Joey had um, when Joey first moved in, he was sleeping in an alcove. 
I'm not sure what an alcove is. I thought he was, he, no, he was living with them, wasn't no, he? No, no, he was living with them, but they had, like, this little alcove area in their house. Okay, so it's big enough for, like, all of them to live in the same place. And your girl uh, had to have, had, like, twins before she contacted the school to, like, get them. But, 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 but what? you're talking about the actors, not the, um, the character. But my point is, babes, it's a really big house. It's super, super yeah. big townhouse. Yeah, so, so when I was, so, so Jesse and Becky got married. Yep. And Becky was, um, going to move Jesse into her apartment, and they just ended up li- living in the attic. That, that is such a 90s sitcom thing, if we're gonna be honest. I don't understand why, why she, uh, why they were not able to move into the apartment, but they made it sound like the apartment was smaller than the attic. No, because it's a 90s sitcom thing, and they play down oh, to people. But and you can never have characters. so cynical. You can never have oh, characters. Ow. Uh, no tickle war. I thought oh. we had tickle choice. Okay. You can never have characters move away in a 90s sitcom Unless they're leaving the show or it's the last episode of the series. Actually, in Home Improvement, they did. No, when? Um, Randy moves to Costa Rica because he's doing a project for school. Before the end of the series? Yes. Okay. He did visit one time, but he didn't move back in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, see, so that's, 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 um, yeah. An exception to the rule. But generally speaking, in 90s sitcoms, you can't have a Not character. Not all of them. Seinfeld didn't do that. Friends never did that. What do you mean? What? I'm saying, yeah, nobody from Seinfeld ever moved away. Well, I so on Full moved. House, the reason Aunt Becky and uh, Uncle Jesse never moved out of the house is because well, they wanted it to be full. No, because they they could have been full anyways. Okay. They had like ten people living. Yeah, there. they did. They did. The reason that they didn't do that is because executives thought that the audience is too dumb. And we ah, oh, do you want me to? T- <laughs> big, big bug. But I was so, cynicism talking about. Give me no. I gotta get it out of Do you want to know why they didn't move into her little ass apartment? I'm telling you. <laughs> Give me a kiss. No, I don't want to know why because I already know what you're gonna say. But what am I gonna say? You're gonna say that the executives thought they were too dumb. It out, and I think they want. Hey, 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 hey. All right, give me a kiss mm-hmm. to solidify the truth. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I think we should talk about something else now. <laughs> no, I think I think what I don't know what the executives were thinking. I'm guessing it's because, and this is just my opinion, because I already know what yours is. I'm guessing that they wanted this. They wanted the storyline to live up to the name of the show, and they wanted to make it extra full. Which I'm not sure why, because they could have easily visited um, Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. Yeah, they could have moved in, or moved like a couple Close blocks by. down the street. And didn't your girl work with Bob Saget on the morning show? Yes. Full House? Yes. And he was, trying to, he was trying to go out with her for a while. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. When? Yes, Bob Saget and your girl. He was trying Lori to go. Lachlan. Yeah, he was trying to go out with Lori Lachlan. On the show. Yes, before she hooked up with Uncle Jesse. Well, and then he started seeing um, he he started seeing that woman Vicky. Okay, because she was another reporter. I can't uh, vouch for that. I didn't. I didn't watch. And that unfortunately, much. they didn't end up together. But um, so at the end of the show, is he with anybody? Bob Saget. I think she. I don't remember if she. No, no, no. I don't think she. I don't think he is. I, I'm. Not, I don't remember. I remember that. Um, the there was a two part. Um, 
episode at the end where, where Michelle gets amnesia. But, yeah, that was like really dumb. I mean, it was great television. Bubs, you no, know, yeah. everybody knows your opinion. You don't uh, have to yell it out here. All right, it was brilliant television. <laughs> <laughs> Babes, that episode... <laughs> Babes, that episode really did a lot for amnesia. <laughs> all right, give me a kiss. Oh, tickle wall? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. You use it because you want to hear me laugh, right? Oh my goodness, give me a kiss. <laughs> well, you start to tickle on me just because I gave commentary on an episode. But sometimes you go a little overboard in the commentary. I'm sure it was brilliant, bitch. Oh, oh, no tickle twos? Oh, no. Are we going to have a twos or no? Okay, fine, you fine. You've got to respect the two twos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you sometimes you go a little overboard with your commentary. All right, did Bob Saget hook up with anybody on Full House? Um, his okay, okay, so so he doesn't end up with Vicky. Okay, but in Fuller House, apparently he married some woman named Terry that we don't know about. So it's kind of like uh, Norman Vera. Okay. Uh, and then um, Jesse and Becky's um twin sons. Uh, Get move college. out. No, no, they move out. Okay. But then they, but then Jesse and Becky um, uh, adopt a little girl. But but you don't you, you don't see Becky on the show much because of what happened. Well, I'm sure their little Towards girl the will show. go to a great college. But... Now, babe, so I'm thinking about something. Mm-hmm. Actually, two things. Mm-hmm. I love how you slip in a Norman Vera reference. I'm always down for that. Yeah. You've well, heard, yeah, yeah you, or Frazier and Mare, or, or um, Niles and Mare, right. whichever. You've heard me talk about Cheers a lot. Yeah. And I'm, have you, did you ever watch Cheers? Yes, I have, but I didn't okay. watch it as much as you did. But you've so seen I, episodes of it. Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just wanted, I haven't seen it as much as you have, yeah. so I don't know every single episode. Yeah. But I am familiar with Carla and how many husbands she had and Sam and how many girls he's had yep. and... Rebecca and Diane and how the how tumultuous their relationship was with um, her and Sam. I think in, in this way we're flipped. Like, I saw Full House as a kid. And I liked it, but I didn't watch every single episode. But I watched a fair amount of and it. And I watched quite a bit of it, yeah. And But I loved... Cheers was my jam, as you know. And I feel it was opposite. Like, with you, Full House was your jam. You watched it every single week without question, and occasion, and and you watched Cheers and you liked it, but it wasn't your show. And there was other stuff too that I watched. Like I, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed the original Roseanne. I did too. I, I thought it was really funny. Um, I also watched um, Perfect Strangers, which is another show that um, was on ABC, and I watched. I'm familiar with that. Yes, family, and, and I watched the other shows too. I didn't just watch Full House. I dated a girl, and I hope I'm remembering the story right, whose mom went to school with one of the producers of Perfect Strangers. What? Are you serious? Yes, I am. Wow. If I'm remembering the story right, which I think I am. Wow. Um, but yeah, this was way back in the day. Yeah, I enjoyed Perfect Strangers, and in fact, I think I, um, I, I think my uh, my former elementary school teacher really liked Balky. Oh. Bartok almost. Yes. Mm. From Meatballs. Meepos. No, Meepos. Not Meepos. Okay. It's been a minute since <laughs> I From the that. island of Meepos. Okay. It's supposed to be this Greek island. Um. I thought it was Meatballs. <laughs> no, it's it's Meepos. Okay. <laughs> meatballs. 
Oh, that's funny. I'll never forget that. Thank you. Uh, I'll make fun of you for it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ba- Balky has a has an island of meatballs in his pasta. There we go, there we go. <laughs> it's meatballs. Okay, okay. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Very good. Now, I didn't know, speaking of Full House real quick, and then we're going to move off of it. Yes. Yeah, uh, according to you, Kimmy Gibbler and your girl Stephanie had, like, uh, problems with each other. Well, I mean, it wasn't, like, every single, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like they hated each other so much that they never talked to each other. It was just, like, they were just kind of annoyed with each other, like, oh, it's you, Gibbler. Oh, it's you. (laughs) So, it was more like Jay-Z and Nas and Tupac and Biggie. It sounds like. I don't know. That's a, that's a bad example. But oh. I'm not into the rap beefs like you are. Okay. Um, It's just like having a really annoying next door neighbor. Or maybe I should phrase it this way. It's like knowing somebody's really annoying roommate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. But then they became tight in the spinoff appear. I never watched Fuller House. And I, I'm not one of those people who has a desire to watch it. Yeah. But I, like yeah. everybody I know has watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. But, um, yeah, yeah, they become, uh, all, uh, DJ Stephanie and Kimmy become, uh, tight in the, um, in Fuller House. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for them there. Gee, woo. And Stephanie is an artist, so she, she was a DJ in the beginning and of the show. And her sister's named DJ. Get it? Wah, wah, well, and then wah. she, and then she starts writing her own songs. Nice. Yeah, so she's, she's an artsy fartsy person. Nice. In the show. Well, very good for her there. Jill. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm not going to ask the question. Okay. Maybe no, I will. No. All right, forget it. What, well, what is it about? Okay, so, I, she was dating that Steve dude on the original show. And, I heard it may have even been from you that uh, they end up hooking up in, in the uh, remake or in the new version of it. Well, there's another guy mixed up in that, so I don't I don't really want to get into it. Okay, but but I guess I get okay. I'll just I'll just tell you this. Yeah, there was a guy that she was interested in in the show named Matt. All right, who is a new character, but before she got with Matt, he was dating this really annoying girl, uh, Crystal. And DJ had to choose because she ran into um, she ran into her ex boyfriend Steve from high school, and he was dating this other lady that kind of reminded him of uh, DJ. Oh, sort of. It, it, it was kind of corny the way it was, but um, she had a little girl, and. Crystal had a little girl. No, 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 no. Um, a D, uh, a Steve's um, girlfriend. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Had a little girl. Okay. And and he she had to decide on who she wanted to be with, even though um, she ended up with Matt. And, and by this time, Matt and Crystal were not together anymore. Oh, she did end up with Matt. She ended up with Matt. Okay. But I don't. But I don't know who Matt is outside of this. Okay. She ended up with Matt. Um. And, and and let me give you context. Matt is the guy that um, DJ worked with in um, her own uh, uh, her own uh, veterinary uh, veterinary um, place. So they worked together. Yes. Okay. They did. Um, but she started having feelings for Steve, and she didn't think that um, that Steve should marry this lady. 
But this is, um, I, I'm kind of getting into the weeds with this because yeah. this happened um, later on in the seasons. Yeah, my thought was this going to be, they're just going to go out full cornball and they're going to have her and Steve get together at the end of the series. I, I can't I can't tell you anymore. You said that, you just said that she ends up getting together with Matt. No, 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 no. I didn't tell you the whole story. Okay, so. I don't think you need to hear the whole story. Could right I guess that, if I guess that she gets together with Steve and it ends with them together, would that be correct guess? It is, but yeah. but but Bubs. Full court like, ball, right? I like this stuff, though. Okay, all right, all right. So it's, just, it's a mean, little bit too goody shoes. That's, that's for my me. thing, though. It's yeah, I, 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 some of it was kind of weird, but it was my thing. You could see where I would think that's a little bit too like on the nose and corny and <gasps> too family friendly. Like, mm. oh, you get that though, right? Why I would feel that way? Mm, yeah, and they get married. They get married in the but, last. But, but, Do they? I've never okay. seen it. I could I, be wrong. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Okay, I could be wrong. Not right now. I could be wrong, but my guess is the last episode is them getting married. And again, I've not seen it, and I've not heard other people say that. My guess, based on this show, and there's some other twists that you wouldn't think would happen either. But I'm correct about that. Ugh, I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> That's I'll a about, yes. I'll talk about it later. That's a yes. <laughs> Because you tell me if I was wrong. <laughs> Bob, stop it. <laughs> Bob. All right, give me a kiss. We, can talk. We, we don't have to talk about Full House anymore. Not right now, no. We, we, have other, we have other stuff to talk about. Brilliant sitcom that changed the landscape of television forever. Uh, All right. No, no, it was okay back in the day. Enough, enough, All right, give me enough. a kiss, babes. And you keep wanting to engage me in a tickle war. You know what it is, babes? I'm like your queen. You're like, uh, I'm like you queen. I'm like Zelensky. And you're like, who did? No, 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 no. You're, what? Because I keep trying to pull back from the tickle wall. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm good boy. You're, <laughs> you're good boy. Bubs. I'm just glad that we have a treaty, babe. So it comes out in noise form. Bubs. What's up? You're weird. You are. <laughs> Oh my goodness, <laughs> Bubs! What's up? Uh, come on now. Okay, come on. Now. Ah, come on. Ah, come on. I'm very excited that you will get to get into your iPad today. I'm excited too. I I really am. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna be good. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go on. Uh, maybe I'll check out my uh, a Gmail. See how I can fare with that. Yeah. Well, good. J Lo. Yes. We're going to get back to The Wire next weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but for obvious reasons, we didn't watch any episodes Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. We did do some cooking while listening to the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou soundtrack. I was very... I'm guessing that's the entire soundtrack because I don't know... Um, I don't know the, the whole soundtrack at all, but... Um, well, I did watch Where Oh Brother Where Art, Where Art Thou, which is not my favorite movie. I saw it in the movie theater. Yeah, but I really, really love the music. It's it's a good movie. It's not one of their best as far as the Coen Brothers goes. It's yeah, good. It's, it's worth okay. it's worth seeing. Yeah, but you're it's not going to be like the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, but I really enjoyed the music. Yeah, and I decided, oh, why don't I put that on because I've never heard it before, and I I know about some of the songs, and I really enjoyed it. If I remember correctly, the album is like one of the top ten best-selling soundtracks ever, and it won a bunch of Grammys. Wow, really? If I'm remembering right, which I often don't. 
Okay, you could be right about that because it was a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of play when it came out. Yeah. Yes. What do we make, babes? We did a um, a simple dish. We made uh, some veggies. Uh, we had uh, broccoli, zucchini, carrots, and a potato. Nice. And it turned out really good. It and did. we, I, uh, I cooked the rice. I chopped. Um, you, you chopped up the potato and the carrots, mm-hmm. or you just threw the carrots. I just in there. threw the carrots. And then I, which 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 is fine with me. Yeah. And then I, um, I did most of the chopping. Then and so I chopped the zucchini, and I, um, and then I uh, warmed up the broccoli. Nice. And it was really good. And we added um, the rest of the cheddar cheese and some feta cheese crumble. So with the jasmine rice. Yeah, I cooked the jasmine rice. It turned out really good. Yes. There we go there, Jay Wall. And I'm thankful that only a little bit of rice stuck to the bottom of the <laughs> yes, yes, yes. of the thing. But it, it turned out it turned out really good. Yeah. And then we watched some films. We did. We watched ten. It wasn't bad. I personally give okay, um shall I shall I give the um the 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 short recap? Give a very short recap. Let's see if we can stick it uh land it under a minute. A minute? Yeah. I could do a recap of this movie that's under a minute. Okay, so basically it's about this guy, um, Dudley Moore's character, whose name was um, uh, George. forgot what his last name. George Weber. And he's this playwright. He's a composer. He's got a lot of talent, but he's turning 40, and he's he's not... I thought it was 42. No, 40. Okay, go ahead. He turned 40. Go ahead. Anyway, um, so he's going through a midlife crisis, and he goes away to Mexico after he's been trying to get a hold of his longtime girlfriend, and um, almost has a night with Derek. with uh, Bo Derek. Derek. Yeah, and um, realizes that he she's only using him, even though she just got married. Um, and we can talk about the other gaps. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have sex with with uh, Derek. She, he almost does. Yeah, but it doesn't work out, and he ends up uh, going back to his his girlfriend, whose name is Sam Taylor, um, played by Julie Andrews. Yep, that was pretty good. I think that was maybe a little bit more than a minute, but I liked it. I was just a, an exercise, and I don't know. I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I. I don't. I think I liked it less than you did. Well, and we were expecting to see a lot more of Derek in this movie. Bo Derek. That's what I said, Derek. No, that's her name, name, Derek. I know a last name. Yeah. Okay. Bo Derek. Yeah, and he gets naked with Derek, and you know. Yeah, but nothing really happens. She's good looking in this movie. Yeah, she. That's when she was much younger. Yeah, like I've heard guys say, "Oh, you got to see Bo Derek in Ten, and and she was really hot in this film. I'm sure she was. But she's barely in it, really. She's only in it for like that time where they um where he goes to um her house. I'm not sure how he found out finds out where her house is. No, in Mexico. They're oh, in staying Mex- oh, the, oh, the hotel. at the resort. Oh, okay. And she's at the beginning of the movie too because he sneaks into Derek's wedding. Bo Derek Bush. Yeah, that's what I said. Jennifer Miles is was her name. Okay. And and he and uh he saves her husband's life, and not only that, um, he, he goes to the dentist to 
get his cavities filled by Dr. Miles. Yeah. Who's <laughs> her father, which is kind of weird. A few too many coincidences in this movie. Yeah. There are some laughs, but it's considered a classic, and I think that's a step too far. Yeah, I liked it less than you did. Um, yeah. I, yeah, there were some things that made me laugh, but I don't know. Um, uh, it was like, I wish that there was more of Bo Derek in it because um, I wanted to know her storyline and you didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. You just know that, oh, um, her, um, her and her husband are on their honeymoon and... Um, George Weber saves his life. And then George goes back to Maria Von Trapp. No, that's um, um, Sam, Samantha Taylor. Is Samantha her name, Taylor. Who's uh, Julie Andrews, who is in a play. Yes. But it, it, it didn't seem like they really resolved their problems. No. Because he asks her if she wants to get married, and she says no, but and he goes, well, you think about it. If this was Siskel and Ebert, yeah. I'd give the movie a mild thumbs up. Yeah. I'd give it at least a week seven. Okay. I'm 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 gonna be kind, but um I don't think this is Dudley Moore's best performance. I also don't think this is Julie Andrews' best performance. I'm gonna say something controversial. Yeah. I don't really think that Dudley Moore gave great performances. Really? Yeah. I mean he's good in this movie, he's not great. He's good in Arthur, but he does he didn't blow me away. <laughs> and I can he, he was okay in that movie he did with uh Kirk Cameron. But Which he one? he remember he did that movie where they their father and son and they switch bodies. Like father like son? Uh, that might have been it. Oh, I I don't I I I vaguely remember that one. I remember hearing about it. Um I yeah, I think I remember that one. But but you don't think that he gives good performances? I think he gives good performances, but I don't think he does anything spectacular in acting. My opinion. Okay. Yeah. And he's dead now. Yes, he is. Yes. And uh, Julie Andrews outlived him. That's right. He's still alive. She pees on his grave every morning. Bob. That's a joke. Oh, She does not do that, I don't think. Yes. But she was married to uh, Blake Edwards, so good on her. That's right. She was for a while. Mm -hmm. And now she's married to somebody else. Is she? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that she was married to Blake Edwards until his death. Unless, when did he die? I thought like 2000, right? Let me see. Can I ask? Yeah, go ahead. Alexa, who is Julie Andrews married to? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, she okay, was so married, she's not married anymore. to Blake Edwards for like 40 years. Until yeah. he passed 41 years, then he and, died. And Tony Walton was her first husband. Before uh, Blake. Who is Tony Walton? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, wow. Okay, so so she, so she I guess her uh, both, um, her her um, second husband died then. Yeah. Wow. Longest marriage, though. That is a long one. He made some good movies, so mm-hmm. good on him there, too. Whoa. You would not be recommending... 10 to your family. No, I don't know that they would like it. I mean, I'm not going to give it a 5 or a 6, but I think, like, maybe I'd even give it a 6.5. Okay. Is that fair? It's your choice. I think I would give it a 6.5 mm-hmm. because 
there are some things that I think would have been much better. Yes. I mean, he didn't even explain why. He tried to explain why he was gone. and It's just like a dumb reason he was having a midlife Exactly. Crisis. It's like, come on. I mean, why can't you just talk it out with her? Mm-hmm. And already she was getting really annoyed because he was looking at these naked women um, in the house next door. Well, through the telescope. I did like that. I thought this movie, I think I liked it because I thought it was funnier than you thought it was. Yeah, I didn't think it was that funny. I love the stuff with the telescope. That was classic. Mm. But as a whole movie, it's good. It isn't great. and That's about it. I would have loved to have known why um, Jennifer Miles didn't really... Jennifer Miles, uh, Bo Derek's character, why she really didn't take her marriage seriously. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. And then why did it have to take her to make him realize that what he had with um, Sam was something they didn't want to get rid of? I don't know, babes. I never got that. Oh. Like, I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. J-Lo. Yeah. I wanted to show you a movie called Make Way for Tomorrow. I wanted to see it too. Which I have not seen, but I've heard great things about. Mm. It's very, very, very hard to find, even for somebody like me who's used to looking for this types of things. Yeah. But the director made another movie that same year called The Awful Truth, starring Irene Dunn and Cary Grant. Oh my goodness, it's You so funny. were cleaning up the kitchen. I was convinced this was a drama. I read something online, though, when you were cleaning that said, a screwball comedy. I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. We watched it. I think that His Girl Friday is the best comedy that Cary Grant was in. Absolutely. But, this movie's legit good. It's yeah. legit. Not It's not His Girl Friday, but it's good. It is very good. Yeah. Basic premise is... Homeboy is having trouble in his marriage. By homeboy, I'm, of course, talking about Cary Grants, who's married to Irene Dunn. Yeah, and, and his his name is uh, Jerry. Jerry Warner. I thought it was homie. No, Jerry Warner. Okay. And Lucy Warner is his wife. Oh. Anyways, Jerry and Lucy, there's some embarrassment because Lucy comes back to town with her music teacher when she's supposed to be visiting her aunt, who also enters the room right before Lucy comes And Patsy, yep. And Patsy. <clears throat> so Jerry's like, we're getting a divorce, bro. She's like, okay. That's not what he said. Not exactly. They fight over the custody of their dog, Mr. Smith. Yep. Lucy gets the dog, but he has vis- visitation rights. Which is kind of funny. Yep, and he's driving her crazy when he visits by playing the piano for the dog, all this stuff. (laughs) Lucy's aunt, Patsy, meets somebody on the elevator. That's uh, Dan Leeson. The next-door neighbor who lives with his ma. Yeah. And she introduces Dan to your girl... Um, Lucy. Lucy. They start to go out, they fall in love, get engaged, but they have to wait until the divorce... Or, Or rather, Dan falls in love with her. I don't know if Lucy was in love with him. Okay. They have to wait until the divorce between her and Cary Grant is finalized. In the meantime, a whole bunch of shenanigans go on. I don't want to ruin the thing for you Mm -hmm. because it's worth watching. But eventually, at the end of the movie, they end up together. It's really good. Yeah. You mean that Jerry and Lucy get back together? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. It was good. It was good. I mean, you kind of know that they're going to get back together at the beginning, but the way they do it is yeah. 
the interesting stuff, right? Yeah, with the the windstorm, you know. His dating different girls. Yeah, and the, and you see or a the, girl. I thought it was really funny when they show um, a montage of him dating this girl, uh, Barbara. Oh yeah, yeah, he dates like two girls in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, Dixie Bell Lee, who isn't so smart, mm-hmm. and then Barbara Vance, and then the funny part was when um, Lucy ended up. Uh, Dressing like she could be uh, Jerry's sister. That was great. I also enjoyed when Jerry is in her bedroom with the music teacher. Yep. And she's out entertaining her Dan Dan and his ma. Yeah. And you hear all this ruckus. <laughs> Eventually, Cary Grant chases the music teacher outside and leaves. <laughs> and that's when the relationship with her and Dan kind of crumbles. That's hilarious. Yes. That is really, and you don't see much... You just hear stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Why do you think it is, babes, mm-hmm. that we haven't heard more about this movie? I don't know. Mm. It's really good. Like I said before, there's so many movies that we've seen from the 30s that are gems and the 40s that are gems that nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. My Man Godfrey is really good. It is. Life with Father, really good. Gems, they're both gems would you recommend this movie to your family if so what's your elevator pitch um don't be mean to your ex-husband or wife because you might end up getting back together (laughs) i don't know or sometimes marriages end up um getting back together after some time i don't know well it's funny because when um he said Hey, uh, in a half an hour, we're no longer going to be Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. So you never know what happens with, you know, how do they fix the marriage thing as far as, oh, we decided that we were going to keep being married. Well, we know that they eventually end up in the same room together and that's the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And the presumption is that they're going to have sex. Oh, my goodness. And do it in a good Christian way. Bob. What? Well, it, it, they would be able to because they were both male lead. Yeah, and then the marriage ended at midnight. So, Bubs. That presents a question. What? Okay. Hmm, this might be a tad bit on the vulgar side, <coughs> but I'm not asking this for me. I'm asking this for you so you can think about this. What? Let's say they, they start to get go after it, right? And he's penetrating her. Oh, my goodness, Bubs. At really? 11.59. But he doesn't finish until 12.01. When he entered, they were still married because the divorce had yet to go through. But by the time he finished, they were divorced. Did they uh, sin technically? I don't think so. Okay, good. I mean, if they were husband and wife when they started, I mean, they could fix it. Nice. They could fix it and get remarried, I guess. Nice. I'm glad to hear that there, Jay. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Where does this fall, in your opinion, on the filmography of Cary Grant? Yeah, I would agree. I think his Girl Friday was the best comedy. I also like To Catch a Thief. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think I liked his Girl Friday best, and then, but the awful truth is definitely close, close by. It's it's up there. I don't think we've watched a bad movie with him. No. Was He was also in Philadelphia Story, too. Yes. Yeah. And Bringing Up Baby. Bringing Up Baby. That's a good movie, too. Yeah. So, we saw some good ones this weekend, babes. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. 
Is yeah. there anything else you want to say about the awful truth? It wasn't awful. That's right. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a, I thought it was, it sounded like it could have been a drama. I would give it an eight. I would too. Yeah. I also could have been convinced that it was a drama and thought it was before I read that it was a screwball comedy. Well, I thought that, that the, that the dark horse was going to be a drama. Too. I did too. So that's really good. It was good. Anything else you want to say about it, babes? Uh, no, I don't think oh, so. Good. I know that you didn't dream because no. we talked about it this morning. I did not dream. Neither did I. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about or do you feel good about this? Um, you know what? I don't think so. All right. I have a bunch of coins I have to give you right. that I want to give you. This was only five minutes long. No, it isn't. No, it wasn't. What? No, I was it just was not five it. minutes long. It's like um, an hour and 40 something. Oh my goodness. It's almost two hours. Okay, I love you. Oh. Give me a kiss. Why? Because you want to. Why? Because you want to. But why? Because you want to. What I, about you? I want to kiss you. Because okay. I know which way to go. Bubs, babes, stop distracting me. I never would. Bubs, what's up? Just kiss me regularly. I do. Normally, I do. Mm. All right, babes. You silly, silly boy. Silly boy. I might want to take the coins next time, just because my bag is like, you know. Okay. Yeah, but I'll, I'll next time for real. I'll take them. All right. Okay, that's fine. All right, babes. Okay. Unless there's anything else you want to say. I don't think so. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.